0: Welcome to RR Relationships and Real Estate. I'm your host, Chris Silva. This is my beautiful wife, Corey Silva.
1: Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us here on R. Chris and I are the owners of Silver Realty. Silver Lending, and Silver Property Management. And we've been in the real estate and mortgage industry since the early 2000s. We're super excited to have you all here with us today. Thank you so much for joining us and always showing your support. If you are on our live show, please be sure to leave a comment so we can give you a shout out and engage with you today. So welcome back to the third week of July. We're back from our little break last week. I don't know what break that was, but okay. And hopefully you didn't miss us too much because we missed you all.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was strange not doing the show for a week.
1: I know. I felt a little lost right now. Like, where am I?
0: <laughs> it feels like we've been gone a lot longer.
1: I know. Well, welcome back.
0: Now, how's everyone dealing with this heat that they wanted? Uh-huh. C- come on. We've been talking about this. Everybody was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sick of this June gloom. I want to see the sun. I want it to feel like summer. I'm sick of the rain. (laughs) How do you feel now? (laughs) Miserable. (laughs) Right. The sun, the sun's like, how you like me now?
1: Yes, right. Well, it's been heat wave after heat wave. And this past Sunday, it was 130. Wait, hold on. 130 degrees in Death Valley. That's crazy. <laughs> like,
0: Why does anybody go there? Right? Well,
1: apparently people travel from all over the country to take a picture with a thermometer in the desert. That, that's silly to what? me. What? Isn't there a thing called Photoshop? Like, just act like you went there. Just
0: imagine, imagine <laughs> me telling you this, right? A husband telling his wife, baby, I got this trip planned for us. Right. We are going to take this photo opportunity to take a picture in Death Valley with a thermometer because it's 130 degrees.
1: No. No, thank you. i would be like, are you out your damn Who mind? Who thinks that's a good idea? Yeah, no. I don't even want to go to Palm Springs. And they got pools there and fun things and like bars and stuff. But no. I'm not even trying to go to the it's, desert. It's
0: dangerous to drive there because if the AC goes out in the car. No, you're going to die. You're going to die. You'll in be that petrified on the side Death. of the that's road. That's why it's called Death Valley.
1: Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. What are people thinking? Well, my mom is here with us today. She said, hi, honeys. Hi, hey, mama. mama. Thanks for joining us today and for watching our babies during the summer. So the kids are at her house right now playing with their cousins, have a good old time.
0: They love it. <laughs> they love it. That's I mean, that's what summer's about. I mean, yes. as a kid, as a kid. All I wanted to do was play every play day outside. The
1: whole day. Yep. Well, not outside because it's too hot, but they're playing. Right. They'll go to the pool tomorrow. It'll be fun. So all next week, it's supposed to be triple digits. Make sure you're staying hydrated and stay out of the sun if you can. I, I was looking at the forecast. It's going to be 106 on Friday hundred and six. We got to
0: go to the beach. I,
1: I need to get out of here. We
0: got to go to the beach on Friday. We
1: do have a play date set up for Friday and I'm going to convince my amiga that we're going to the beach. We yeah, got to go. have
0: that play date at the beach and we're yeah. good. We got
1: to go. Oh my goodness. So since our last show, a lot has happened. Uh, first thing we need to talk about is the actors of SAG-AFTRA have joined the Writers Guild and went on strike. The last time both guilds went on strike was in 1960. Wow. Wow. That's crazy.
0: My mom was born in 1960.
1: <laughs> Why you put her on blast like that, telling everybody else she is? That a
0: long time ago. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a lot of TV shows, movies, and productions have shut down. So a lot of people are out of work. How do you think this is going to affect the real estate market in Los Angeles?
0: Well, let's just take it down to Santa Clarita. Right. Right? We have so many people that work in the industry that live out here. Yes. So, I mean... Um, you know, I know there's like a lot of tricks to the trade. Mm-hmm. A lot of people like go on workers comp before they see a strike coming. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think this is it. I think right now a lot of, a lot of people are hurting right. for work. Um it's tough. Credit card debt's at an all-time high. Inflation's still high. Yes. How how are people making it? And this is definitely gonna affect our market. Yes. You know, um, for the buyers that are not in the industry, it's probably helping them get into some houses.
1: Yeah, because they have less competition. Less
0: competition. But man, I feel for I feel for people in the industry right now. You know, it's a tough time. Mm -hmm. It's it's a weird time in the economy. It is.
1: Everything's so much more expensive. People are out of work. We got this heat wave. We got problems with getting homeowners insurance. There's just so much stuff going on. We're gonna touch on that a little bit later.
0: But yeah, I I definitely think it's it's uh it's gonna hurt the market. Um, and I, I think we're gonna feel the effects later in the year.
1: Right,
0: it'll trickle down. It'll trickle down, you know. Just imagine. I, I think. I think the regular person, when income drops, spending habits don't don't uh, change as fast as they need to.
1: Yeah, it's kind of a delay to catch up. Right? It
0: happened to us in our twenties, right? right? And what happens is now the credit card debt accrues. Those interest rates are like twenty five percent. Yes. Before you know it, you got to sell your house. Yes. And you, you can't refi and cash out right now because it's like. Eight and a half percent. so
1: high. You're locked in at that lower rate. How are you going to even be able to afford the new payment?
0: You know, it, it makes sense to refi, though, when you have 25% interest rates on your credit cards. Yes. So I, I think we're going to start seeing all the things that are happening now. We don't see it yet, mm-hmm. but we're going to start seeing it in the fourth quarter of the year.
1: Oh, I think so. I think so. Oh, my goodness. Well, um, Lulu is here with us. She said, hi, guys. Angel says hi, too. Hi, Angel hey, and Lulu. We miss you all. I know. I owe you a phone call. I need to get on a call with them today. I really miss them. And Monica is here, too. She said, hi, friends. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, amiga. Hey, Monica. We were just talking about her. We were just talking about her. (laughs) Trying to get you to go to the beach on Friday. Escape this heat. So uh, depending on how long the strike goes, don't expect any of your favorite shows to come back for quite some time.
0: I mean, we're not really watching anything, right? I know. We just finished Snowfall, which finished like a couple seasons ago, or a couple years ago, I think, or maybe a year ago. Uh-huh. I think it was a year um, ago. There's nothing else that we're really into. We were into Yellowstone. That kind of fell off. Mm-hmm. We watched one episode of, is it called The Idol on HBO?
1: Oh, gosh. I forgot the name that of that God show. That was god-awful. Don't even watch
0: it. Yeah, they don't even promote it. Like, if you log on to, to Max for HBO... Like they have their features on the Mm -hmm. front. It's not even on there. They just probably want to forget that ever happened. Right. Um, So there's nothing that I'm excited about right now. Like there's no shows that I'm going to miss. Right. That's
1: okay. You've refocused your energy on something else. Get outside. Play. Play in the heat.
0: Yeah, girl. No. (laughs) Not playing outside.
1: Oh, my goodness. So speaking of strikes, uh, Amazon workers also went on strike for Amazon Prime Week did this affect anyone's deliveries from Prime Day? Cause I know a lot of people went crazy on Prime Day with their spending. Oh I my mean,
0: gosh. I know we have a few things that you ordered that you expected to have already that aren't aren't at our house yet. I'm
1: right? not mad. It's okay. It'll arrive when it arrives. I'm <laughs> not one of those people who are like, Where's my prime day? <laughs> you know how some people are just crazy. Like, look at the bigger picture. These people are like, you know, not getting a living wage. So
0: Right. And and I saw it specifically here in Santa Clarita because it was on um, KHTS and Mm -hmm. and the signal and all that stuff. They had some footage of it and they were picketing right outside the distribution centers.
1: And it was in the heat. It was like a hundred and something degrees. They're out there picketing.
0: I'm not mad at any of these people that are that are striking. Look, it's it's their right to strike. Yep. If if you're not making the money that you think you should be making that you deserve, that's what you got to do something about it. And they are.
1: Well, because all these people will take advantage of you if you don't stand up for what you think you deserve and, and your worth. So more power to them. I hope they get at least a living wage, right?
0: Right. I mean, just just take a step back real quick. Amazon, owner of Amazon, one of the richest men on the planet. You know, all these Hollywood execs, they're filthy, filthy rich. Mm-hmm. Just just share a little bit of that wealth right? with the people that help build you up, right?
1: Exactly. Just,
0: just a little bit more money. Who? Everything's about stock price and driven by that kind of stuff. And it's it's really sad.
1: And, you know, it's really sad that they put a spin on it. Like, oh, everything's going to cost more. Like, they put it on the consumer. And then some people are like, why are they on strike? Now I'm going to have to pay more. It's like, no, those people at the top, they could take a little cut, keep prices the way that they are. Yes. Don't be so greedy. So uh, Monica said, OMG, I started watching that show you told me about, Corey, Snowfall. It's good, but still on episode one. Ha <laughs> ha. It's a good show. You got to just stay the course. It's good. It's really good. It's good. good. Yeah. We just
0: we finally saw the ending. Mm-hmm. And it finished. It was a good ending. It wasn't what I expected, mm-hmm. but what I can say is some of these shows, these big shows that you know you you're debt you're you're invested for five seasons like Game of Thrones, right? You know you're so disappointed with the ending. I wasn't disappointed. Were you?
1: I, I was just I I don't want to ruin it. She hasn't seen the ending. She just started. But yeah, but
0: how did you feel about it?
1: I was like, wow, really? I don't know if that's really believable, but maybe.
0: I think it was believable, but we'll Uh, we'll talk about it later. We'll have to talk
1: about that later. So Monica also said, Chris, if you have nothing to watch, we can do a Disney play date. Ha ha. (laughs) She wants to go to Disney. We can go to Disney. Let's go. I'm down. (laughs) Yeah,
0: we're we're all about Disney. So going back to the the picketing for, we got SAG-AFTRA, right? Writers Guild, Amazon workers. Also, there's rumors that uh, UPS strike is pending.
1: Oh my gosh. And I could see that too, because they're barely getting paid any, anything. They don't have no AC in those trucks and all they're doing is deliveries all day. I heard the
0: ACs are coming in the trucks. Okay. I, I remember a couple of seasons ago for the podcast, we, we showed a video.
1: Someone like passed in out Arizona in In Arizona passed
0: out. Yeah. Yes. That's ridiculous. If it's a hundred degree, 105 outside, it's probably 125. Oof. It's Death Valley in that truck. <laughs> oh
1: my gosh. That's, that's horrible. That's
0: insane. Yeah, these they got they got to take care of their workers, man. Uh,
1: with all these industries going on strike, how long can U.S. families handle the current rate of inflation? It's just,
0: you know, yikes. I, I think I think we're, I think we're already in a recession. Mm-hmm. Nobody's really talking about it. I think we're gonna we're gonna hit a big, huge bump here mm-hmm. because with people out of work, and there's a lot of people that are out of work. Disney keeps laying people off. Yes, they
1: laid off a bunch of people. The
0: tech industry laid off a bunch of people. Mm -hmm. Facebook, Twitter, like all these companies have just been laying people off left and right. You know, at some point that we're going to see that that that's going to affect everybody. Right.
1: There's a reason why these big companies are doing that. They see something, some writing on the wall of what's to come. And they're trying to, like, cut their cost. And all these people are going to just suffer from it. It's really
0: sad. Yeah, and also just another note: credit card debt is at an all-time high. Mm-hmm. So that's that's this is what happens, right? Nobody wants to refinance right now because they're they got these three percent interest rates, right? Right? I I'm saying it right now. Next year, people are going to be refinancing out of three percent interest rates to get into seven and a half percent interest. They're going to be
1: forced to to bring to their pay, credit card debt to in. pay off
0: their or, they're gonna, or the bankruptcy attorney is going to go through the roof right now. They're oh to yes. their business is going to boom because. A lot of people are underwater right now.
1: Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yikes. Okay. Well, hopefully things change, but you said it, so we'll see what happens. Um, I feel like we broke the story first about the insurance crisis here in California, and local news has finally caught on, and we have some news stories to watch about this homeowner's insurance crisis. It's nuts.
0: There, There's so much going on with it. I'm, I'm excited to see these stories, but- this was actually a topic today. Yes. I was talking about insurance at my meeting prior to getting here. Mm-hmm. Because um we're starting to feel more and more effects of of this insurance crisis, right? Not only are these companies not wanting to insure in California in Florida. They're picking and choosing what states they want to insure, right? Uh, Which is
1: that's not okay.
0: It's not okay. I feel
1: like that's kind of like redlining, right? In the real estate industry, like you can't pick and choose who you want to lend to. Why has the government not stepped in and re- regulated them, just like they regulated the lending industry? It it's that's like lenders saying, "Oh, I'm not going to lend money in this in this state." Right,
0: because because people don't make enough money here, right? Right? So, basically I don't know. But but you know, it, to play devil's advocate, these insurance companies should be able to pull out if it's high fire hazard, mm-hmm. right? The state's not taking care of 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 like California, right? It's known that we have high fire hazards everywhere right right santa cretas is, is it's all over, but then you see this overgrown vegetation mm-hmm. so why is anybody taking care of that? And if the state's not taking care of like you know the forest and and, and you know debris and excess vegetation that's dried up brush. Maybe you don't insure there. Mm-hmm. And then now you're forcing the state to do something about it because something's going to happen. Now the state's going to have to insure all these people. And what happens when, when houses go up in flames and it falls back on the state?
1: Mm, I don't know. I don't
0: know. It's, it's, it's a dicey game they're playing. We'll, we'll see who comes out on top.
1: I kind of don't feel bad for these insurance companies because oh, they either. don't have any problem taking those high premiums because we have the higher priced homes. So you have to pay a higher premium based on the replacement cost of your home. Whereas if it's in another state, it costs like a fraction of the cost to replace it.
0: Right. So I
1: don't even feel bad for them.
0: I don't feel bad for anybody. <laughs> it's just It's just what's going on. Yeah,
1: they like to put the blame on the state. Everyone's so, trying to blame somebody else.
0: So let's see what this story is about. Californians are now worried about essential coverage. KTVU's Tom Vacar has been following all the latest developments on this issue. And he joins us now live with the latest.
2: Tom? California is rapidly getting into a severe home insurance drought. Joe Pokhran is waiting to see if Geico will retract canceling his homeowner's insurance, a story we aired late last month. I was contacted by my current insurance I wonder company. what city he's in. Uh, well, they've since like requested uh, pictures of the outside of my residence uh, to... Uh, potentially resolve the issue, Um, you know, in parallel, I'm also looking at, you know, alternative insurance options. A big part of it, State Farm and Allstate, about 22% of California's home insurance market have stopped selling policies in California. Other companies, such as farmers, have cut way back on sales, while others are selectively canceling policies altogether. A growing number of California home purchases have collapsed over interest rates and lack of insurance. It's affecting every single county, every single transaction up and down the state of California. We're just desperately trying to find markets that are available so people can continue to have the coverage that they need. Much of it has to do with so-called reinsurance. That's the insurance insurance companies buy to cover claims when major wildfires and other disasters cause them to skyrocket. Reinsurance costs, right, what the insurance companies are paying Mm -hmm. reinsurance. is not something they're allowed to put in their filing to the, to the Department of Insurance. REINSURANCE RATES JUST WENT UP 30 TO 50%. That's insane. REINSURERS ARE NOT BOUND BY ANY INSURANCE DEPARTMENT. THEY DO WHATEVER THEY WANT. LAWYER AND CONSUMER ADVOCATE HARVEY ROSENFIELD WROTE PROPOSITION 103. IT KEEPS INSURANCE COMPANIES FROM TACKING REINSURANCE ONTO HOMEOWNER POLICIES. IT'S A GLOBAL MARKETPLACE. IT'S VERY UNSTABLE. A few large companies control the reinsurance marketplace, and the prices skyrocket whenever there's a disaster anywhere in the United States or
1: anywhere in the globe. Prop 103 has been in place for decades, and insurers have been doing just fine, not being able to pass along their reinsurance costs to consumers.
2: The National uh, Consumer Federation of America has estimated that our insurance rates for homeowners, would go up 40 percent immediately. The fair plan. We've seen it go up 100 percent in some places. It's actually controlled by the insurance industry, so it's and it's exactly. now seeking nearly a 50 percent premium hike. If this doesn't get remedied soon, this is going to have a significant, significant impact on real estate in California. Insurance companies say all other states allow reinsurance to be put on customers' bills, but. One of those states, Florida, has seen four insurers leave the state in just the last year, including farmers on Tuesday. Tom Bakar, KTVU
0: Fox 2 News. Wow. So this is what we we were talking about over a month ago, Mm -hmm. right? Um, I'm surprised it took them so long to jump on board and and figure out what's going on. And it's absolutely going to affect our real estate market if people can't get insurance.
1: Yes. You know, and we were talk- you can't get a loan on the property if there's no insurance.
0: You need evidence of insurance, right? Yeah. To to close on a loan. Well, so here's so let me let me throw something else in the mix um that they didn't talk about and nobody's talking about yet. So uh State Farm was like the first one to go out. And and I think they said all states out too. Mm-hmm. Farmers is still doing insurance. But I heard allegedly what's gonna happen at farmers. Um, they're going to they're gonna continue to do insurance. Right. But they're only going to write 5 to 7,000 policies a month.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Well, this is scary because let me explain. So let's say you're an escrow, and the only person that's insuring is California Fair Plan, which is not good and through the roof, mm-hmm. or uh, farmers, right? Well, you're going to go with farmers.
1: But first come, first serve. And what if it gets all gobbled up by the time you're about to close?
0: So... Let's Yikes. explain what you just said, because that's exactly what, that's exactly where I was going with this. So let's say you're you're set to close uh, July twenty eighth, mm-hmm. right? And you paid for your policy. Everything's good. You're ready to go. July twenty eighth comes. They already wrote seven thousand policies. They hit their quota for the month. They cannot
1: do an write another override. policy. Oh my goodness! So it's
0: either going to make escrows cancel. Mm-hmm. It's going to extend them to the next month, mm-hmm. right? But let's let's play let's play this game now. Well, oh, we could just wait till the next month. Oh, no, but my interest rate's going to expire.
1: Who's going to pay that extension cost? Who's going to
0: pay the extension cost?
1: There's so many oh, layers how about that, to this. How about that seller when we're a few months into this or even next year where they're facing foreclosure and you got to extend the foreclosure date because you're not going to close on time?
0: Those houses are going to foreclose. Oh,
1: my gosh. There's so much involved with that. There's
0: so much involved.
1: Get ready, agents. Get ready. It's
0: (laughs) going to turn into insurance. People aren't going to be able to... It's already happening now. You can't price out companies for insurance. You you got to just get whoever you can. You get in where you fit in. Mm -hmm. You get what you can get, right? So the whole game is changing. Um, As we're, you know, we're in the summertime, so we're not really feeling it right now because the market's booming.
1: Right.
0: But as we get into the fourth quarter of the year, I think things come to a screeching halt Mm -hmm. because of all these... Different variables are just lining up to to really prevent people from doing business.
1: A lot of challenges. A lot, A lot of, of challenges to navigate through. Oh, my goodness. So, well, to change it up to some fun news. Please do. Because all we've been talking about is some negativity. Is the Powerball is currently at $1 billion. <laughs> so, if you haven't yet, go out and buy some tickets. Baby, what's the first thing you're going to do if we win? Besides blocking everyone on your phone,
0: yeah, I, I don't know. I think we're leaving town. <laughs> I I think the first thing I would do is buy a home in Maui, like mm. start buying up some property, like a little compound, and you know, bring the loved ones, and that's it. That'd be the new life. Chill on the island. I'm an island guy. Like I'm a Hawaii a island boy. <laughs> I'm a beach guy, number one. Yes, right. Can't afford to live on the on in Maui. Right. Um, we love Oxnard.
1: Mm-hmm. Right.
0: I would, I would definitely live in a coastal city.
1: Yes.
0: And I'd, be, I'd start selling beach real estate. That was it.
1: Oh my God. I
0: probably still work because somebody told me, our producer told me that if you take the cash out value after taxes and all that, you're only getting like $250 million. I know it sounds like only. Only? Yeah, That's but, like only 25% of the, the prize. What? Yeah, but if you wanted to get a compound in Maui, right? That's okay. You're gonna you're gonna spend at least fifty million dollars off the bat. That's twenty percent of your money gone. <laughs> That's not even touching taxes.
1: Oh right? my god! Like for every year,
0: property taxes. Yes. So I mean, it could be gone really fast. Maybe, maybe we're not moving there. Maybe we're buying something in Oxnard. <laughs> <laughs> Two hundred fifty. You win the Powerball billion dollars. You can't even afford to live in Maui.
1: Yes, you can. <laughs> you just gotta get a, a modest home there. Get a modest home.
0: Man, money ain't what it used to be, huh?
1: Oh, my gosh. Inflation.
0: Inflation. A billion dollars doesn't get you what it used to get you.
1: I look, I'll take it. (laughs) I'll still take it. We
0: got to play, though. I I mean, so somebody—so we live in Stevenson Ranch. And I went through that. If you go into this, the Ralphs and Stevenson Ranch, um, somebody won $5 million in there on a scratcher.
1: Wow. Yeah. Why aren't you buying scratchers all the time, then? We need to win. The likelihood of winning again is probably very slim now.
0: Yeah, but you know what? <laughs> just for fun, for shits and giggles, I'm definitely buying like $20 worth of these Powerball tickets. Are
1: you going to buy them like at different locations? Are all in the same?
0: I ain't got time for all that. <laughs> I'm going to buy them from Ralph's by the house. What do
1: people do when they buy their tickets? Do they like spread them out?
0: <laughs> now, I'm not—I think this is the one that's, that's like in a bunch of different states. I don't think this is just oh, California. Oh, okay. Because I don't think it'd be a billion And do dollars. people
1: do the quick pick? Or do you actually pick your numbers?
0: Uh, you know what? I I'd, I'd like to see a poll, like on the they should they should interview the people that have won. They probably have this information, I'm sure. Yeah. What's what's a higher likelihood of winning? Picking your own numbers or doing a quick pick?
1: I know that'd be cool to know. I'm curious. Hmm. I usually do
0: quick pick. I think I don't got time to sit there and pick all the numbers. <laughs> I just don't.
1: It's like keno. You got to pick your numbers, or you play roulette.
0: I don't know what happened to me. I used to love gambling in my twenties, but I just I don't like spending money on tickets either because I'm like it's a waste of money.
1: Well, for this one, we'll make an exception, okay?
0: <laughs> Every time it's a billion, we got to play.
1: Okay, okay. Well, catching up with the Silvas uh, recently, we took our kids for their well check. I know I'm a little bit behind; only six months for our kids' well check, but that's okay. And Santino is now four foot eleven. How is he that tall already? That's crazy.
0: So he's gonna be taller than you in a couple years.
1: Yes. Cause I'm a little shorty.
0: I think he's gonna be the tallest Silva. Yes. So my youngest brother is six foot tall. Mm-hmm. I think he's gonna be like six one at least.
1: We'll see. That boy's getting so tall and big, I can't believe it. And he's starting to lose all his teeth. He's wiggling that top tooth out. So, in addition to our well checks, I took them for their dentist appointments because it's summertime. You gotta get all these appointments in while you can. And overall, they have really good oral hygiene. Right? These kids brush their teeth, they floss, they mouthwash every single time. I'm like, I never flossed when I was a kid. Ever? I'm like, I don't even know what floss was. Yes, but they're on top of it because, listen, if you haven't already started giving your kids vitamins, do not give them the gummy vitamins. Because I swear those gummy vitamins cause them to get little cavities.
0: Because it, it gets stuck back there. It gets there. stuck
1: in their teeth, even though they brush so good. Well, Santino had a little cavity a few years back and had to keep getting a filling replaced. This filling just kept popping out because he grinds his teeth at night. So we got the whole mouth guard. We do like this whole routine for him. And poor baby got his first silver tooth.
0: Got we'll a little crown him, in the back.
1: He got his first crown. we we'll call him Santino Silver Tooth Silva. <laughs>
0: Well, I don't call him that, but yeah.
1: <laughs> at the dentist, I called him that. The, the dentist was cracking up. She's like, "Did I just hear you call him Santino Silvertooth?" I'm like, "Yes."
0: Poor guy.
1: He thought it was funny. He was like, "Am I? Am I gonna have a silver tooth now?" No, he I'm talking it was about cool. poor guy
0: because he had to get the crown put on. I know. He had to get um, the novocaine and all that stuff, right? He got a shot for yeah, it. Yeah, he got a shot. That's I hate the dentist. I have like the worst, traumatizing memories, at the dentist. Yes, you know. But, you know, I went to, like, the the MediCal dentist, right? Because I grew up poor.
1: They've come a long way, the dentists nowadays, for kids. They are so, they make it so much more fun for them to go to the dentist. Our kids love going because they're going to get a little prize at the end.
0: I still hate going to the dentist.
1: <laughs> I know you do. I do.
0: Like, I despise dentist offices, right? Like, more than anything. Right. I, I just feel like, man, I, I remember— I was always bloody when I came out of the dentist. <laughs> like, I always had to remove a tooth. And it was like Well, because you weren't extraction. flossing.
1: No one told you to floss your teeth. No,
0: it's because I had my teeth. And same thing with Santino. They just didn't come out till really late. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, I didn't start losing my teeth till really late. Mm-hmm. And, and then um, my molars never came out. Oh. The ones that were supposed to come out. And I needed oh. to get four molars taken out to make room for new teeth. Right. Oh, boy. It was... Four weeks of removing one molar at a time.
1: Why? Did you not just get it all at once?
0: So you would think that would be the, the move to go, right? To, right. To go with just that get move. it done with. Well, one, my grandmother gave me the option, which I don't know why she gave me the option. but
1: Because she felt bad that you had to have teeth taken out.
0: For sure. But, you know, <laughs> I, I knew that after the dentist, a couple hours later, she was going to take me to McDonald's. <laughs> I was going to get the double-double, uh, no, the double quarter pounder, with cheese, extra large fries, and six-piece chicken nugget. Damn. I used to get my grub on. I was like 13. <laughs> Anyhow, it was worth it. I was like, at least I'm going to have that later on. But I'd have this gauze in my mouth. There's all this How blood. How could you eat all that
1: food? On the after- other
0: side. On the other side. You're
1: crazy. <laughs> yeah,
0: it worked out. It was worth it, I guess. But I hate the dentist. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, no. That's horrible. Well, poor little Nolita has to get a little filling put in because the x-rays show that she has the early signs of a cavity. I'm just wondering, like, all you parents out there who are taking their kids to the dentist, do they really need to have it done if you can't even see it? Or do you just wait if it's a baby tooth? Or do you do something preventative? Wait, so she
0: doesn't have a cavity? It's, a, it's a early signs of a cavity? What does that mean? No,
1: in the, in the um, x-ray, you can see it. But if I were to just look at it, I don't see it.
0: Yeah, I don't know about that.
1: I know. I'm so skeptical because with Santino having to get that filling and then it popping off each time, I feel bad. I don't want to put her through that again.
0: I, I mean, if it's me, I, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I'm serious. Why put her through that? Because don't they have to make the 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 hole bigger to put a. F-
1: yes. And it's like right between her teeth. Right. So. Where they meet.
0: Why wouldn't so you just wait? I feel wait. like it's going to
1: pop off.
0: Why wouldn't you just wait? A lot longer. I don't know. Yeah, you need to cancel that appointment, girl. <laughs> Why are we going to put her through that for no reason? That makes no sense. I
1: think I need to get a second opinion. Aye, yeah, aye. Well, beach days, you know, it's so hot outside. We had the opportunity to go to the beach last week. Was it last week? I don't remember. Week before. We went on Friday and Sunday. And the beach is our happy place because you could just go there and chill, listen to the ocean waves, you know, the kids go and dig in the sand, have fun. They have a blast, and we get to relax a bit. So I just love going to the beach. It's so nice.
0: I've never, Calming. Been, I've never been unhappy at the beach. Right. I've never had a bad time at the beach, even when it's cold there.
1: Actually, I do remember a time you had a bad time. When we we're trying to find that right spot, and you had that wagon, and you were just pulling it and pulling it and pulling it, going up
0: and down the beach with the wagon. Yeah, but I wasn't mad. Once I, Once I actually was <laughs> able to sit down for, like, two minutes— I was fine. <laughs> you were cool. Yeah, it's great now because now we got it down packed. I don't have to carry all this stuff. We figured out you, if you really need to take an ice chest, leave it in the trunk of the car.
1: Yeah, and then, and you then put it in the back of your uh, chair. That's your little, got the little
0: cooler on little it. Little Tommy Bahama chairs, right? You, that has a little zipper. You put your 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 cold stuff in there with some ice packs. You're good. Yes, we got it down packed. <laughs> I want to go to the beach this Friday. We got to tell our amiga to maybe we, we can, gotta go. we can cha- uh, change the venue of the play date.
1: For sure. So um, we also ran into our friend James. So we go to the beach so often, we're always in the same spot. And when we go to Silver Strand, uh, it's kind of like this quaint little beach where not a lot of people go. And the bulk of the people are over on one side of the beach. And we go to the spot where it's not as crowded, right? Because there's no parking lot over there. And we've made this friend, his name is James. He's a widow and he walks up and down the beach every single day. And we've come to learn more and more about him. And he has a goal of how many steps he's going to get in. And last year it was a million steps, which he hit. Right. And this year his goal is to walk two million steps. Two million steps.
0: So he already hit a million by the end of June.
1: Uh-huh. So he's
0: on track. Uh, Just a really nice guy. Yes. Right. And, you know, you make eye contact with somebody. The next thing you should do is say hello.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. And I think that's how we started talking.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: uh, now he makes it a point. To, to come stop and
1: talk with us at and, least a half hour he hangs out with us each time yeah he
0: hangs out introduces us to whatever friends he met on the beach that day <laughs> uh i think it's cool i think it's it's great it's never a bad idea to be kind to somebody
1: absolutely
0: ever right so i love that he was kind i like to be kind with him and, it, and it's fun it's fun just to talk to him and get to know somebody that Otherwise, you wouldn't know, right?
1: Yes. And he's such a nice guy. He, you know, some people make these rocks where they put like a positive affirmation or something cute on the rock and paint it. Well, he, um, well, I think it was like last year, he gave us one that says, um, be happy. And the other day, he brought us another rock and it said, beach vibes. So, right. Yeah, we have our little rock collection at the house to remind us of James. And we always know we're going to see him when we get there. So I was telling one of our friends, Monica, about it. And Monica just said, girls are down for beach on Friday. And she said, but me and the beach, she's covering her eyes. No, you're going to have so much fun, amiga. You said you wanted to go. So you get to meet James. (laughs) He's a cool guy. And we'll have so much fun there.
0: Yeah, we could do we could do pizza on the way back. They got toppers right up there. Yes, it's gonna be so nice.
1: Yes, escape this heat. So,
0: cause one hundred six. I mean, what kind of play date can you do at one hundred six degrees? On I mean, Friday? the kids
1: could play outside, but I'm not trying to sit outside in that heat.
0: Wanna, suffer, poor kids. All our kids. <laughs> they got that fair skin. They're not. What are they gonna do outside? Get burnt. Get burnt. <laughs> Looking like little lobsters later.
1: I know. Well, we had the opportunity to also go to a 40th birthday. I feel like July is birthday month, right? And all these parents, you know, they're getting busy in the winter and had all these babies in July. <laughs> we went to Crudy's 40th birthday and she had a casino night, which was so much fun. So huge thanks to Panthe, her husband, and to her. For inviting us to her 40th birthday. And I felt like it was our birthday that night because we had a little night out with great company, some yummy food. Like they went all out. They had Indian food wait, and Mexican food. Wait, wait, wait.
0: So, how do you do that? How do you have bomb Indian food? Right. right. And then have a taco person there too. It
1: was so good. I was in it heaven. Just
0: got, like as I walked in, it was great to see Panty to Cruddy to celebrate her. But like it just got better and better, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, so. I used to love gambling in my 20s. Again, I'm not a big gambler anymore.
1: Right.
0: But it was like casino themed and you get chips. Right. right? And I mean, it's just for fun, but we gotta, we gotta learn how to play roulette a lot better. Right. Yes. Um, and we were gambling, betting all crazy and we were balling. We had so many (laughs) chips. We had like,
1: (laughs) we're the high rollers. We turned
0: our 500 bucks into like $6,000 or something. Yes. It would have been nice if it was real, but whatever. But, um, Every step we took, it was like, it just got better. The party got better and better. My only regret is we couldn't stay longer.
1: I know. I wish we could have stayed a little bit longer, but we had so much fun. So thank you for having us over. And uh, like I said, it was like a celebration for us too.
0: <laughs> one thing one thing that, uh, that you you mentioned while we were there is, well, we, we're, we're winning really big. Maybe we need to, you know, take bigger risks.
1: Yeah. Because I was saying, how come when it's not your money or you have like not that much to lose. You take a bigger risk. Like, why is that in life? It's weird. Like maybe we need to take some bigger risks.
0: I mean, try now, to get some
1: bigger payoffs. Well, let me
0: ask you <laughs> now, do you mean bigger risks like in Vegas or do you mean bigger risks in life, like investments? And what are you talking about?
1: Uh, I think uh, a little bit of both, even though last time I was kind of over Vegas, but Vegas would be a fun trip. Um, but yeah, risks, maybe investment wise, I think that'd be okay. dope.
0: See, I'm, I'm on board with that. I'm not on board with, with Vegas anymore. <laughs> I'm just Vegas out. I, I don't know if I'm just old now. I think you're but old. I just, so here's the problem, right? If I lose a thousand dollars, cause that's usually my gambling budget, right? Right. If I lose a thousand dollars for the weekend, I it's going to make me upset. Right. <laughs> like I worked really hard for that money. Right. <laughs> now, if I win a thousand dollars. I'm not even excited. Oh,
1: so how much do you got to win?
0: I don't know, because I've never won enough to be excited, like, <laughs> at this age, right? At this age. Now, in my 20s. Oh, $1,000. oh, it's $200. I'm doing flips.
1: Listen, if I right? win $100, I'm happy.
0: Now, do you remember? <laughs> so I, the most I ever won, I've had two really big payouts in my 20s. Right. right? Um, I think I won, like, $2,500 on your 21st birthday mm-hmm. which was amazing it was so exciting remember i woke you up fanning you with money
1: i woke up to like all this cash i was like oh
0: there was like hundreds in your face and i was just like <laughs> fanning you and that's how i woke so you had let me borrow like a thousand dollars for tuition for like books yes when i was going to csun uh-huh. so i paid you back right away um and then we had some fun right and then another time i won i, I love this game called let it ride I yeah, can't you know, find
1: it anymore.
0: Well, they have it like at the low budget casinos now, like right. at New York, New York and like Planet Hollywood. Like that's where they have it. Uh, I think a lot of casinos are losing money on it. So they they got rid of it. Right. Now, it's my, it's my favorite game That's my favorite to game play. too. It's so fun. So if you haven't played it, it is worth going to these casinos, New York, New York, Planet Hollywood, just to play this game. Right. Right. So just so you, for anybody, any gamblers out there, it's a poker game. Mm-hmm. It's five cards. Dealer gets two cards face down, and you get three cards, right? And you have three bets for each. Just say for each card, you have three bets. So minimum bet's like $30, right? right? If you're lucky. Now it's like $45, probably. Yes. And, uh, and you have a bonus chip. Bonus is extra. So the whole goal of the game is to get a pair of 10s or better. Right? Right. And if you have a pair of 10s or better in your three cards, you You're win gonna let all the bets. Yeah. You win all the bets. You won 30 bucks.
1: You're going to get paid three times. At least. But if you don't have anything, you could pull back one of those bets.
0: Right. So now you only got $20 to betting. To lose. And if the dealer flips over a card, that makes your... their two cards and your three cards make the best poker head, right? right? So long story short, now, now I'm going to get to the end of the story. So I'm in Vegas. I have a pair of nines, right? I'm very superstitious when I bet, Right. All the little bonus chips, whenever I get down to my last bonus chip for that little bonus bet, it's a dollar. I don't care how much money I have. Whatever I have, I split it into three and I bet all of it. Right. Right. You're going
1: to go out with the bang.
0: You go out with the bang. And that's my last. Then I'm walking away from the table. Right. Unless I win. (laughs) Right. So we're in Vegas. I'm with my buddies. It's like the morning. It's like 930 in the morning. Right. We're going to breakfast, but I'm waiting on them. So I have a pair of nines, which is not good. You did not win. But and I and I had my last bonus chip. So I bet all my money. I had like, I don't know, like a hundred bucks on each or something like that. And pair of nines, I'm like, I'm gonna let it ride. And the dealer's like, You're crazy. Dude, take a bet back. You're just gonna throw away your hundred bucks, right? right? I'm like, ah, just go ahead, whatever, right? He flips over a nine. Yes. So now I'm I'm Three losing my kind. I'm losing my damn mind. I, I think it's like eight to one odds or something. Yes. So I just won, like a lot of money. Yes, right? eight
1: hundred on each hundred. Something like that. Yes.
0: I'm going nuts. I'm making such a ruckus because the casino is dead. <laughs> it's the morning time. It's like nine o'clock. Now my buddies are like running down there to see what's happening, right? You
1: <laughs> could just imagine them all running.
0: Yeah, they're all running down there. And they're all big guys, too. <laughs> right? And, and uh, anyhow, now we're yelling at the dealer. It's just me and one other guy, like some stranger playing. Flip over another nine, dealer. Flip over another nine, right? Because now it'd be four a four of a kind. Oh, Pays like 50, something crazy. Right. 51 odds. So maybe I had like 50 bucks on there, but Dealer flips over another nine. What? I get four of a kind. I won like $6,000 or something. Something wow. crazy, right? So unfortunately, it was my first morning in Vegas. You threw it all back? <laughs> I didn't throw it all back. I brought, I definitely uh. brought money home, like $2,500, $3,000, something like that. This is back when um, the PlayStation, this is a long time ago, guys. Now I'm dating myself.
1: <laughs> you old. This
0: is back when like PlayStation 2 just came out. Right. So, I, or Xbox, or something like that. So, I bought my brothers, my my siblings, the counts, the console. There, we took a we took a a, limous, a limousine. Mm-hmm. Me and my friends. And we went to the mall. We just bought, I bought everybody's shoes at the Nike outlet store. <laughs> Cause I'm like, let's go spend some money before yeah. it's gone. Cause, Cause it's, you know gonna it's going to be gone. gone. Yeah. It was going to, I was a de- Better
1: than spending it just all on bottle service. I was a,
0: de- a degenerate gambler for sure. <laughs> so I just wanted to go spend some money on my friends, you know, and dinners like all that. So I had, that was the best time I ever had gambling wise. And it's never happened again. And it's never going to happen again. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I won't gamble. Like, unless I'm going to have that feeling. Yes. What's the odds of that? Very, Very slim to none. Very slim.
1: Well, you got to pay. You got to play to play. Yeah, I don't want to pay no pay more. Pay to play. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, Tanya's here with us. She said, hi, guys. Hey, Tanya. Well, um, you got to pay to play. And except today, we're going to go get that Powerball
0: ticket. All right. So how much are we investing today? 20 bucks? 20 100 bucks. bucks?
1: 20 bucks.
0: So we just let it ride? Just put it all in there? 100 bucks?
1: 100 bucks. Let's go.
0: So I guess I'll buy the ATM. I ain't got no money. <laughs> <laughs> I don't carry I don't carry the cash like Care's that, girl.
1: <laughs> Y'all take Zill. So. Um so Disney Day with the Hudson's. All right. We went to Disney on Friday and it was super hot that day. That was like the first biggest hot day of this heat wave. I don't know what we're thinking. Look, like, if we didn't have that plan and it was just us going,
0: we would have canceled. We
1: would have canceled and gone to the beach. But you know, Jeff. He has his mindset on something. Well, you got to go. You can't cancel on Jeff.
0: Jeff would have lost his damn mind. He would
1: have lost his damn mind. So we <laughs> ended up going, right? It was so hot. How do you keep cool during a trip to Disney in this summer heat? And uh, thank goodness a lot of people weren't there. Because if there's extra people, it's even hotter. Right. You can't even breathe. But I told Chris, we need to take this little hair spray bottle that I use for Nola's hair. He was like, you really want to take that? Something extra ki- to carry. Right. And I was like, no, we are taking this. And that was a game changer. It
0: was. And <laughs> It's also because I'm too cheap to spend 22 bucks on that little spray bottle with the fan.
1: <laughs> well, I was worried because one time we went, it was really hot and we tried to buy one. We we're going to break they down were sold out. and they were sold out. How do you sell out of those? That's crazy. I don't know. So we took the water bottle, and the kids even said, man, this is even better than going on water rides, Mom. We stayed cool the whole time. They loved
0: it because <laughs> they, they got to spray each other the whole day.
1: So, yeah, when you're standing in line, they stayed busy just spraying each other. And the other key to a successful Disney day in the summer heat is make sure you plan those indoor activities. Yes. So So this
0: doesn't work for people that don't go to Disney a lot. Right, and what I mean by that is, when you don't go to Disney a lot and you don't have a pass like we do, you just want to get
1: on all the rides. You're
0: spending a lot of money to go. Right. You're probably you're, you're at least gonna if it's a family of four, you're dropping a thousand dollars. Yes. So you wouldn't be happy with with our experience that we had. Now, if you ha- if you go often or you have that like the the California so called pass for like you get to go three times, three days. whatever, right? Three days. Make then,
1: sure you hit up the Animation Academy. Right. It's so let's so worth it.
0: Let's let's just play this out, right? If if you want to go to Disneyland and you like I you have to go to Disneyland first and you're gonna be in that heat. First tip: when you're walking down Main Street, you go into the first shop, <laughs> and you walk through the shops. You don't walk down Main Street because you're getting all that air conditioning, yes, all the way down. So so now at least your body temperature is lower, right? Before you get to any rides, yes, you're cooled off a little bit yes. before you get to the rides because I mean it's ice cold in those stores, yes. right? And then you gotta hit the indoor rides. You, you want to be in the indoor lines, mm-hmm. right? Star Tours, indoor line, Buzz Lightyear, Space Mountain for the most part. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, at least shade, right? One thing I gotta say about Disney, they're pretty good about having shade everywhere. Mm-hmm. For even, even Autopia. Like I'm just hitting like one section of the park right now. Yeah. But if you hit like fantasy, uh, is it fantasy land mm-hmm. in the middle? In the middle, like all that stuff, you're you're waiting outside in the sun.
1: Yeah, it's hot over there. A lot of those rides are shut down right now, too, for refurbishment. For
0: refurbishment, yeah. So, I mean, that's that's the tip if you're on that side mm-hmm. of the park. Now, if you go to California Adventure, now you let us know about You need to go to Tell to that, us the tips there.
1: You need to go to the Animation Academy, and you need to go in there. You get a nice, super cold air-conditioned room, and you get a draw with a professional animator, which is awesome. And then you just hop on over, stay in the same building that's still air-conditioned. You go see— uh, turtle talk with, with crush. crush and it's an interactive show where the turtle talks with the audience and that's fun the kids love it they love it and then you could go downstairs it's kind of like a little ramp you go down right, to bell's library to bell's, right? uh, no beast library beast library. it's his library okay and uh you have fun down in there and then they just opened up there's a princess um meet and greet that we didn't get to go see we went. We had somewhere Elsa else to and be. Anna over there, right? Yes. So there's so much fun things to do to stay cool over there. Right.
0: And then right next door to that is is the um, Disney Junior Dance Party. Yes. Which is also air conditioned indoors. That's good
1: for the little kids who still like Disney Junior and they want to see the characters and dance with them. But and stuff. just
0: that alone, and also walking down Main Street, mm-hmm. walking through the air conditioning, that alone is gonna is gonna probably take up three hours of your day.
1: Yeah. And then it finally cools down around five. Right. (laughs) And you'll be good.
0: Yeah. But that, so that's a perfect time, right? Like the hottest point of the day is going to be about 1230 to 330. Mm -hmm. That's when you do that stuff. Right. You know, and then maybe you have lunch also, or you eat after that, right? Also air conditioned. Yes. And then by the time five o'clock rolls around... Disney's still empty. Mm-hmm. Not empty, but it's not busy on these hot days. No,
1: nobody wants to go deal nobody with all that. Nobody wants to go
0: there. And now you got the park. You're ready to go. It's not as hot anymore. The shade, there's a little breeze. You got to do it. So those hot days, I'm down to go to Disney on hot days. We got to figure it out. <laughs>
1: you just got to go a little bit later in the day. Well, one dad we did see when we were there. I don't think he thought it out or planned <laughs> it out because- <laughs> Poor man, he was about to lose it. He had two little kids. One was probably three, the other one was probably two. It's all yelling
0: at his kids. He was
1: screaming at his kids. And I was like, Ooh, he is about to lose it. And Santino was like, Mom, he never had it. <laughs> it
0: was so funny. Santino's got those one line he cracks me up. He
1: is your son.
0: He cracks me up. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he like, he never had it, Mom. I mean, Why are you yelling at a three- and a one-year-old?
1: He was hot. I think he had a a long day. It was like four, and he was losing it. I'm sorry,
0: but a three- and a one-year-old are going to learn nothing from you yelling at them. (laughs) All they're going to learn is how to yell, too.
1: Yes, yes. Poor guy. Well, I mean, I don't think he was the only one having a rough day in that heat because after a long day at Disney, I don't know how (laughs) in this heat, but some people still have the energy to fight to get on that tram when it's time to leave.
0: I mean, you know, it's funny because you got to be a little aggressive, right? Right. So we were now, fast forward, we were at Disneyland all dang day. It was hot. It's like 10 o'clock at night. Maybe it was like, yeah, it was like 10 o'clock. It was
1: 10. The, The fireworks show had just finished. So people were like jamming to try to get out of the park. So it was a little crowded where the tram is. And it's funny because Disney has strategically made... Lines to get on the tram right. with bars and railing. But when it's time to go, they don't care about you. They're like, you need to go home. I don't care if you're in line. Y'all need to just herd up and you know get why? on that tram. You know why? Why?
0: Because they already bled you dry for all your money. <laughs> you have nothing else to give Disney at this point. They're like, They're get like, out. Get the hell out of here, <laughs> broke ass. <laughs> You need to go right now. <laughs> they don't care about this. Like, how are you not gonna have an organized line?
1: They need to put those railings there because people don't know how to have basic common courtesy to get on the tram.
0: Right. So and
1: they like lose their minds. They're like, oh my gosh, I could get on the tram now. And they just kind of stand there, like, oh, should I get on? Like, yes, get on the tram, go. Cause everybody's gonna cut in front of you and now I'm stuck behind you waiting to get on this dang tram.
0: Right. So <laughs> one, I got I am thankful for the tram. Because during COVID, we had to walk oh,
1: down the, down the route that the trap, right?
0: And then and you're getting chewed up by mosquitoes. There were
1: so many mosquitoes. <laughs> there were so many mosquitoes walking down that long it was like It was like
0: the walk of shame. It was. It was the walk of shame. And then your kids Pe- are all crying. Some
1: kids. People, people are yelling have, at their kids. People didn't have no shoes on because right. their feet were all hurting. I was like, you need to put your shoes on. You don't know what's going on on this floor over here. Oh my gosh! Well, Monica said the CM wants to see people fight. That's why they don't put rails. Oh, the cast members—they want to see the fights. Yeah.
0: So let's so let's play this back. So right, get
1: Instagram famous and post it. So,
0: so our friend Jeff is like new to Disneyland, right?
1: Yeah, he's still he's learning. Just, he's
0: figuring it out.
1: Yeah, right? it's like his third trip ever.
0: Right. So he doesn't really get it yet, and um, I already saw it happening. So we're at the tra- we're in the tram line. I got this one lost family in front of me and they're deep. They're like 10 deep.
1: I think they had heat stroke because they were kind of just standing there. Did not know to move.
0: Yeah. They had weird (laughs) expressions on their faces. Right. So, and then Jeff's like on the side of them. So he should be like first to get, to get on the tram. tram. So I'm like, oh, this dude is about to get, he's going to let so many people just pass him up. So I'm like, Jeff, let me get in front of you. So I had Nola, I'm holding Nola. Right. And then you were like behind Jeff maybe. Right.
1: I was be I was standing next to Jeff. Okay, next to him. But behind you, and Santino was behind you, and I'm like, Jeff, you need to get on this tram. Just go. Right. Because we had already let two pass, and I'm like, this is we should have already been on two we times have been on, ago. He,
0: yeah, he was slowing it up. He he just didn't know what to do there. So, <laughs> so I pushed my way on onto the tram. I was like, I mean, let's
1: go. And as Chris is like jamming to get on the tram. I was like, you just need to go. So I'm moving, right? This lady who was like way behind us on the left side ran up there. She's blocking the entry onto the tram. <laughs> this is for my family. Oh, come on, come on. She's like yelling to try to get her family. That's <laughs> like three families behind everyone in line. And she's blocking the tram so no one could get on.
0: Right. This, and I was
1: like, wow, You know what, it made what it is me happening? Think of?
0: <laughs> it made me think of like these these uh, these movies like, where the world's going to end. Yes. And you're trying to jump on like these last buses to get to like safety before the meteor hits. Yes. It was just like that. <laughs> this lady. Yeah. She's like fighting for her family. I'm like, I got my baby in my arms. I'm like, I ain't got time for this lady. So I just, you know, went quick to the left, took some seats there. And it's so funny because I think you thought that you still had the butt of like 11 year old a girl. <laughs> Because there was like a little spacey between no, me and no, the no. family next to me. No, right? this is
1: what happened. So like it was, it was Chris <laughs> sitting down with Santino, and he had Noel on his lap. And then there was like this mom and a grandma. And I was like, Tino, stand up! I got to sit down because I'm just standing there. No one's getting up so I could sit down. Right, I right. need to sit down or this tram is not moving. Right. right. So like Santino, get up. And I would just sit on your lap. I try to put my. My imaginary twelve year old butt right in this little spot and sat on the lady. Like, you had
0: like one cheek on the tram <laughs> and on the seat and one cheek on this on this lady.
1: I was like, Oops, I'm so sorry. And she, she was got so annoyed. So mad. She was
0: so annoyed with you. I was
1: like, Well, you should have left me a spot. So she got up and let her daughter right. sit on her lap. And I'm like, I'm really sorry. And she was not having it. I was like, Well, maybe I'm not sorry. Right.
0: So this family, right? <laughs> it's a it was a husband, a wife an uh, older m- grandma. Right. And then the two kids were probably like Santino and Nola's age, maybe right. a little bit older, right? And um, it looked like they didn't speak English, right? Uh-huh. And the only reason I mentioned this is because this family cut in front of Jeff. Yeah. Like pushed him out of the way and took his spot where he was going to sit, right? Right. And, and so Jeff and 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 his wife and the child had to wait. Now, he... he Figured like I'm gonna get all huffy and puffy now. It's too yeah. late. He what? got
1: he got huffy and puffy when the tram was about to take off, and I was like, "Oh no, please so, don't start." So right he was now. like
0: he was like uh, waving at this family. He was like, "Thank you for cutting in front of me and taking my seat." Right, and oh my gosh, I almost I almost died right there because this little girl <laughs> starts who, waving at him. She had she didn't know she's smiling. Right, she didn't know she's she thought like, he was just waving. She's, she's like, waving back. <laughs> Oh, I almost I almost died. She they, didn't speak English. She didn't know.
1: Yeah, they didn't know. They, they were just know. trying to get on that, that tram. They were I, ready to go home. I'm sure
0: back in the country they come from, they, they have like trains, like bullet trains and whatnot. You got to go. You got to get on that damn train.
1: Right? If you're from New York, you know, you just get on the train. On Let's the go.
0: You don't sit there and wait. Like, does anybody want to go in front of me? Does
1: anyone want to <laughs> let me get on? No, get up on there. Let's go. It's time <laughs> to go home. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tanya's cracking up, and Monica said the little girl knew. Laugh out loud. She knew. She knew what they did. She was she like,
0: buy bye. Bye, <laughs> <buy>, sucker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we ended up finally making it back to wait for Jeff and Katya. And as we're getting off that tram, you know, they always tell you watch your head, but people don't listen. And I tell Chris every single time, I'm like, watch your head. Cause he's hit his head before. I've hit it before. So I said, oh watch your head. Bam. That man who cut in front of Jeff, he got his karma. He hit his head hard. He hit his head
0: really hard. And Santino, again, <laughs> didn't skip a beat. He goes, that's what he gets for cutting in front of Jeff. <laughs> Loud too. He did, he did not care. No. That boy.
1: Zero Fs given. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So we had so much fun at Disney. And like I said, we've been having a lot of birthdays this month. We've got birthdays lined up. Well, we got invited to Alexa's Quinceanera. And wow. Oh, my gosh. This Quinceanera was so beautiful. We had an amazing and fun night for this gorgeous girl. Of course, it was like our birthday again because they pulled out like All the stops, right? They had food. They had these amazing decorations, desserts, fun, photo booth, music, mariachi. And the biggest entertainment of the night was Alexa herself because this girl is the most amazing dancer. She's a ballroom dancer. So she choreographed all her dance moves with her friends. And I was like, wow, this is so amazing. It was like a wedding. It was so grand and beautiful.
0: So I think it was nicer than a lot of weddings we've been to. And <laughs>
1: don't, I'm not, no, don't no, I'm be not pooping on nobody's wedding. I'm not
0: dogging the weddings <laughs> at all. I'm just saying that's how beautiful it was.
1: Right. It was amazing. It so was amazing. Shout pa- out to, to um, Yvette and Jose. Yvette and Jose for putting on an amazing event for their daughter. I'm like, wow. It now, was so nice.
0: After while I was there, right, I was thanking God that I'm not Mexican. <laughs> right. And and the reason the reason I say that is, man, if you have a daughter and you're Mexican and she wants a quinceanera,
1: you got to give it to her.
0: I mean, I think I think if you throw a a, a like you know you're your penny pinching everything because mm-hmm. you have to,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you got to spend at least ten thousand dollars,
1: babe. that's... At,
0: no, I know they spent way, way more there, more
1: than that. No, I'm
0: just saying like I even don't even if you had to do it like,
1: babe, we, for our wedding, which was how long ago? Like we were on a strict budget. It was twenty grand then. Man, inflation these days? Man. Watch out.
0: I I think I think probably an average quite now they're spending at fifty grand at least. At least. At least. That was insane. That was insane. Big shout out again to that family. That family's so talented.
1: I know. All the kids were dancing. It was so cute.
0: So cute. But the whole family was getting getting down. I mean,
1: we all know Jose loves to dance. Right. He's like, dale. Come on. He had the pit bull playing the whole time. He was out there dancing with his daughter. It was the cutest. And then Yvette's very, like, introverted. So she's like, you could dance. Take the spotlight. Right. But, yes, it was so nice. Now,
0: is this a new thing? Because we haven't been at Quintinetta in a long time, even though we're going to one this Saturday again. For our other friends that were there, too. So they got the robot on stilts.
1: (laughs) Has anyone seen this robot?
0: Is this, because I heard this, I, I was talking to uh to Joe about it, and mm-hmm. he had just came from a quinceanera, like up north, and they had the robot on stilts there too.
1: Yeah. It's guy like a comes thing. in, starts dancing.
0: Right? He, he's like glowing and stuff. And he's like pop blocking, right? <laughs> so this guy was so funny because he had this big staff with him. Is I thought it was a staff, right? But it was a pole, <laughs> right? So he's like putting this pole I down. I think it's
1: open for interpretation. And if the guests take it there, look, the guests take it there. Look,
0: <laughs> <laughs> that thing had lights on it too. Yes. He's putting it down and then guests were treating it like a pole and dancing on it. Oh, uh, it was crazy. I was That's... the only thing I was upset about is I didn't have ones. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Babe. <laughs> how inappropriate. I'm totally kidding. No, totally no. Kidding. It was so much fun.
0: Oh, and they had an open bar there too. Oh my gosh. They had a churro guy there. They had there. a
1: churro guy. Wow.
0: That was a lot of fun.
1: <laughs> it was so much
0: fun. Too bad we're old because we're like 9:30, we gotta go.
1: Oh my gosh. <laughs>
0: And we only had to sit her till 10. Yes.
1: Yeah. So, well, thank you to Serena, our goddaughter. She watched the kids for the first time. And uh, Nola woke up that day. She was like, what time is Serena going to be here? It's the first she was She, ready. she was ready she to have a babysitter over there and Serena to watch her that night. So she was excited. I got
0: to talk about this game that the kids, me and the kids came up with, right? Mm-hmm. And really the kids came up with it. So they have from all these birthday parties that we have, we get the piñatas that have the little balls in there. that have all the, like all the little like bumps on it. Yeah. And they're just soft, like plastic balls, right? right? That don't weigh anything. So the kids one day came up with, "Dad, can we can we play Pokemon?" I'm like, "Sure. What, how do you want to play?" You're like, "What do you mean? Let's go play." They're like, "We're gonna be the Pokemon, and you gotta try to catch us. So you gotta throw the balls at us."
1: Chris was like, "Heck yeah, let's do this."
0: <laughs> it's the best game ever, right? So I get to sit down in the recliner and just launch balls at the kids, right? <laughs> so, so they—I guess they played with Serena. They
1: taught her all about Pokemon.
0: All about Pokemon, except she was also the Pokemon. So Tito was throwing <laughs> the balls at her too.
1: <laughs> she was like, "Uh, it was a fun night, but I don't know if I want to do this again." No, just kidding. She she did say she'd watch them anytime. So yeah, so she had a good time.
0: The kids are super excited. They they loved it. So it's nice. We actually have uh someone other than your mom and then my siblings that we trust that can watch, watch the kids. The
1: kids yes. Well, uh Santino got signed up for the Dream competition and uh you know, we're really proud of him because he just finished the last competition and you know, there's a little bit of a learning experience for him. For sure. And I'm just happy that he's bounced back from it and he still wants to compete. So he's back to his 4-day trainings and it's exciting because this Dream competition, I didn't know what the theme would be, but it's Minecraft. How fitting because Santino is all into Minecraft right now.
0: This kid's infatuated with Minecraft. <laughs> he wakes up, he tries to wake up early so he could get on his iPad and watch like somebody else play Minecraft so he could learn and tricks. And get tips. And mm-hmm. get tips. And then, but then he tells me some of these tips are fake. He's like, dad, I tried that.
1: It didn't work. It's not
0: real. It didn't work. It's fake. I don't know how accurate that is. I don't, I'm not into Minecraft. But, oh um, my
1: goodness. Anyhow,
0: I, I got to talk about this because his last competition, he had three fights. Mm-hmm. He he lost the first fight really fast by by submission, but he didn't tap out. I guess if you if you extend a kid's arm at all.
1: It wasn't called a submission. The ref just called it. They just called
0: it. I don't know what it's called. But anyhow, they called it really fast. And he was he had like developed got side control, whatever. He didn't know it was over. Mm
1: -hmm. He was really
0: upset by it. He went, he comes back and he wins his second fight. Right. His third fight, he fights the same kid he fought the first time. And they're going at it. Santino's winning that fight. And then they called it again. Yeah.
1: It was. When they
0: shouldn't have, they called it way too, he was never in a position that they should have called it. Anyhow, that other kid had like, he's won the gold like five times. Right. right? So he knows like the little tricks. I'm sure he trains, not the kid himself, but like his, his people at his gym and his parents probably his trained for that. Right. Right. To get those, to get the, the fights called. So Santino was devastated on the way home. Right. It, it, I mean, I've never seen him so upset before in my life. In his whole life, I've never seen him that right. upset. Right. It was very hard as a parent to to not be able to console him. Right. Right. It was like an angry, angry cry. Mm-hmm. Right. And then when he came to like where he where he could start talking about it, he was like, "I don't see the point of the training. Any like, why am I tra- Why did I train so hard? They didn't even give me a chance to." Like, I never tapped out. I was never hurt. Mm-hmm. He was pissed, right? right? And he's like, I, de- I don't ever want to compete again, right? That was the day of. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, he's starting to think, maybe I do want to compete again.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then when it got time to go to, to to training, he's like, nah, I don't. And then now we're here where he's decided, all on his own, by the way.
1: Yeah, he told us, because I was like, you don't have to train if you don't want to. Yeah. And when he told us he didn't want to, I'm like, okay, that's fine. Then once he went back to class and had the experience to go fight again, he was like, you know what, mom, I do want to sign me up. I want to go. I want to compete.
0: To learn perseverance, so proud of him, mm-hmm. right? So proud of him to, to to come back and try it again, not right. to quit. I mean, he wouldn't have been a quitter because he already did what he said he right. was going to do. Right. But I love that he's pushing himself to do it because mm-hmm. we just want our kid to have fun, mm-hmm. right? So we're not like, I have no... Um, Desire for our kid to be some world champion, right? In in jitsu Now, if he has that desire, great, great. We're going to support it, right? Mm-hmm. But like, I'm not trying to live through our kids. Yeah, I just want to give them the best life that we could give them. So, good for him. I'm proud of him. Um, I hope I hope he uh, does great at this competition. I know he's going to.
1: Yeah, he's going to do amazing. Well, Santino's uh, determination and uh, love for jiu-jitsu has now gotten Chris. To want to compete in a tournament now? Why do you, why why do you want to compete now?
0: Well, I mean, let's let's hold, hold up. I don't think breaks. it's
1: just Santino. I know it's you. Pump the brakes a little bit. But you're like, maybe I need to just compete because he was over at that tournament. Like, man, I I could do this.
0: Yeah, at, and I just
1: looking at him like you're out your damn mind.
0: So at the tournament, <laughs> you know, you you get the bug when you're yes. there, right?
1: Not me. I was like, oh, heck no. I would never want to do that.
0: You get the bug while you're there. Um, I, I, as much as I would like to, I don't think that I have the time and the urgency to put in the training that requires to compete. Right. I, don't, I wouldn't want to just compete to go in there and just get my butt kicked, right? I'd want to win.
1: Right. Like, I'm
0: going to go in there, I want to win. But to win, you don't, you don't win by accident. You got to put the work in. You have to put the work right? in.
1: Not only just the training, which is what you've been really dedicated to recently is you got to do the diet. You got to cut weight and you got to start running.
0: Yeah. So that, that's, that's where you <laughs> lost me. You lost me at diet and running. Look, I, we don't eat bad. I mean, no. every now and then we'll have pizza or something, but it's let's, let's like maybe once every other week, maybe. Right. We've really cut back on it. Yeah. Um. We don't really eat fast food, Mm-mm. right? We don't eat that bad. My my war. The worst thing that I eat is bread, and, and it's ice like ice cream. Uh, ice cream just every now and then. <laughs> but bread is because I, it's bread. Sandwich is like my go-to meal, right. right? Make a quick sandwich, um, like once a day, right? It's a staple in my diet. But um, you know, I did a competition class a couple weeks ago, and takedown class or whatnot, and that's. A little bit harder than a regular class mm-hmm. it's 90 minutes instead of 60 i was gassed and I, th- I thought i was in shape and all i'm really doing right now is is going to jujitsu four four times a week sometimes five right mm-hmm. um but if i really wanted to compete i'd have to keep doing that i'd have to diet
1: mm-hmm.
0: i'd have to start doing cardio and i got to do a little bit of weight training and right now is our peak season for work.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's you just the not time very, for that. It's just it's not, not realistic. Real, it's not
0: realistic. Yeah, Wanting to be able to do something and doing it are two different things. Maybe in the future, but you like right time. Right now it's not.
1: Just keep doing what
0: you're doing. Well, you know, I to compete as a white belt would be great because I'm still a white belt. <laughs> you know, what's, what's going to happen is, is eventually I'll become a blue belt. And then that's when it's going to open up for time for me to compete. And then it's, you know, I wish I would have competed as a white belt. But we'll see what happens. That's it's meant okay. to be. It's meant to be.
1: Exactly. Well, Chris is officially halfway to his jujitsu goal of the year, for the year. Um, congrats on that. I know you've been dedicated on making sure that you hit your goal. I think you'll you'll hit it.
0: I'm going to hit it for sure. Yes. I, I stepped it up. Uh, I think I'm on like class 52 now. Yay. Um, I forgot to post like this last couple You're times. You're more than class, halfway there. So I'm more than halfway there.
1: Awesome. And I'm on 39 classes at Orange Theory. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you so much.
0: (laughs) You've been getting it, girl.
1: Yeah, I've been going since the last day of February.
0: You look great.
1: Thank you. I'm trying. So two days a week I go. I haven't missed my two days at all. And sometimes I have to like switch up the days that I'm going just to make sure I stay on track. And after going on Friday at 5 a.m., we spent the whole day at Disneyland in that heat. And how did I still have spare energy? At 11 p.m. on the way home. I was dancing in the car. I had a lot of energy that day. I don't day. know
0: what was going on with I you. I
1: don't know what happened, but I I survived. I was like, wow, this is really paying off. Yeah.
0: I, I, don't, I, think, I think you had a mental break. <laughs> I think you had a mental break on the way home. I think the heat got to you. I don't
1: think so. I felt you, good. You
0: were dancing in the car. <laughs> Nola passed out the first minute she got in the car. She passed out. Santino had a second win because he had to switch. So he was playing Minecraft. Mm-hmm. And then you were dancing to all these songs and you made the ride home so much fun. Thank, Thank you. you. I so need to much. make
1: sure you stayed awake. Well, let me tell you, uh, I did go to Orange Theory on Monday morning. This is the the day after um, Lexi's, no, the day after Lexi's quinceanera, right? Oh, that's right. And so after wearing heels and dancing all night at that quinceanera, my feet, Oh, my gosh. My feet and my knees were a mess. I could barely (laughs) make it at the gym. I was like, what is happening right now? I get
0: your feet, but now your knees are bad?
1: My knees, too. (laughs) Oh, man. You can't be dancing in those heels. What happened?
0: Baby, you were hardly dancing.
1: Exactly. Because my feet were killing me with those heels. I need to get those little insoles to make sure that I can make it through the day. So how does that make sense? A whole day at Disney, I'm good with Orange Theory. But just a night of dancing at the Quince with some heels? No. But,
0: but it wasn't a night of dancing.
1: I know. I didn't even dance the you whole just, night.
0: You were walking around.
1: I was I was sidestepping. <laughs> <laughs> and my knees were going to give out and my feet. Oh, my gosh. I felt like there was knives in the bottom of my feet. I can't You did like heels a little anymore. two-step dance. That's what I You're said. Like, yeah, I was doing no. my little sidestep. <laughs> <laughs> Little booty shake. <laughs> oh my goodness! But yes, I love Orange Theory. You know what we need Change to do? It's life changing. Well,
0: at that Orange Theory, now was there the, the the bear? Was the bear there again? Did you hear like some groans and some?
1: There was no bear.
0: No bear this time. Thank goodness. You know what we, we need? We got to do? out
1: of the wilderness.
0: I'm gonna challenge you this week. Uh oh. To step up your your workouts. Okay. By adding one day of a Peloton. I could do it. I'll do it if you do it.
1: No way. I promise. Are you sure? You gotta do it first though. Or you gotta take all your stuff off the Peloton first. All your hats, your ties. I'm
0: not taking it off unless you're gonna do it. <laughs> like if not, it's it's still gonna be my, I'll my do hanger. It.
1: Yeah. I I actually had an alarm set yesterday, but I slipped through it. All right, let's <laughs> like, let's add let's add there.
0: that to the to what we're doing already.
1: Okay, let's do this. All right. <laughs> well, switching things up to real estate, what do rates look like right now?
0: High I as mean, ever. I mean, they look like when I first got in the business. Right. Right. The rates are about seven percent okay. ish. You know, if you have good credit and you're putting 20% down, 30% down, you might be like six and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, if not, you're probably gonna be somewhere near seven and a half. So let's just say six and a half to seven and a half right now. It, it is what it, is. it Th- is. That's that's what the rates are. Right. Right. There's nothing we could do about that. That's mm-hmm. what they are. And and um, you know, the market is still hot. I know. People aren't blinking on on these rates. Now, think about this. If if you live in an apartment, Mm -hmm. you're renting a one-bedroom apartment and you're paying $2,600 a month.
1: $2,600 for a one-bedroom?
0: If you have a two-bedroom, you might be paying $3,000 a month, right? And if it's in a nice area, you're paying more than Mm
1: $3,000,
0: right? So you might be willing to go up to $4,500 if you own something. Yeah. Now you got the tax write-off. You know, talk to your tax person. But let's say you're buying something six fifty, mm-hmm. right? You're probably gonna have somewhere around ten thousand dollars in the year as a tax write off. Right. Again, we're not tax people. Talk to your tax person. But doing the math on that, ten grand is about eight hundred bucks a month. Mm-hmm. So if you're at forty five hundred bucks, you take off the eight hundred dollars off the top. You're really like at thirty seven hundred bucks a month. Right. It, it does make sense if you're already paying thirty two, thirty three hundred dollars yeah. to pay the extra five and buy a place
1: absolutely
0: start paying down some principal start accruing some some equity later mm-hmm. you know start that 30 year that 30 year death sentence
1: <laughs> they got 40 year death sentences now
0: <laughs> i mean look oh, this is goodness. so important i was just talking about this yesterday you're not even in the game until you own a house right right the game of life it's really tough now let's just really break it down to california let's go smaller la county mm-hmm. Know how expensive it is to live here right you know and if you're renting and you can't afford to buy hey i get it mm-hmm. do what you can do but if you can't afford to buy you buy people always right now the right time to buy if you can afford it yes
1: because mm-hmm. what's gonna can. happen
0: the rents keep going up mm-hmm. you're gonna get priced out of la county yeah and you're gonna be out in bfe somewhere right, right? And then eventually, you're going to get priced out of there, too. Because mm-hmm. what I heard right now is, like, everybody does at Antelope Valley, right? They're mm-hmm. like, I can't buy in Santa Cruz. I'm going to go buy a house in Antelope Valley right. for, like, $450, right? And I'm going to make this hour and a half drive each way every Miserable. day. Miserable. Three hours on the road every day. Destroying my car, my soul, right? Yeah, my your mind, life is just gone. That. It's gone. Anyhow, I'm going to do that. Now, I heard that to rent a house, a, two, a three-bedroom, two-bathroom house... Not a beautiful house, but like an average house mm-hmm. in Palmdale, Lancaster, is like $2,800, $3,000 right now. Wow. So you're not even saving there. You're getting priced out everywhere you go. If right. you can buy a house, go buy a house. I don't care what the rates are. They could be 20%. Yeah. If you can afford that, you need to buy it before it's too late.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You're going to get kicked out of California. It's just what it is. Unless yeah. you live in like a, a rent control area, and then you're, then you're going to be stuck in that apartment for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. It's like a jail cell. It's scary. It's sad. I'm not, I'm not trying to scare people, but this is the truth.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm just trying to just spread some wisdom. You know, like this is what, what I see. Mm-hmm. And we're like, we're enthralled in this business. Right. We see what's going on all the time. And I see people getting priced out. And I see people moving out of state because they have to.
1: Right.
0: Not because they want to, because they have to. They can't afford to live here anymore. Right. It's sad. I know. So hopefully, you know, if you could get a house, you know what what, what I love about um the U.S. is—I love that we're a melting pot.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We're a—we're whether you like it or not, we are a land of immigrants. Mm-hmm. And what I love about immigrant families is they come here, they pull their money together, and they buy a house. Mm-hmm. They figured it out. Mm-hmm. They pull it together. They buy a house, and and you live tight until you can go buy another house. Right. And that's how you your have to families come. You take steps.
1: Up. So you're not going to get the dream house when you first. You're not going to get the dream house.
0: You got to you know, do steps. You, d- you take little steps. So anyhow. Um, it's
1: a process get
0: in right away if you can
1: yes for sure do so you want to give
0: us an update on some of these properties
1: yes so we have a new listing coming up in Silmar it's on Fernmont and we just had our video and pictures taken yesterday we're super excited about that one it should be hitting the market this weekend and Chris is going to be holding it open on both Saturday and Sunday uh, what's the price range on that one I didn't know what the right, so pricing it
0: pay at. attention guys because this doesn't happen too often three bedroom two bathroom 1288 square feet um, on a cul-de-sac, Ooh. walking distance to El Carrizo Park and uh, Mission College. Oh,
1: nice!
0: It's a really nice area there, uh-huh. right? It's it's moving ready. It's a little dated, but but there, but there are some upgrades in there right. too. Really big backyard, mm-hmm. so perfect to build a pool or just put a above ground pool if you need to for right now, just mm-hmm. to get through this summer, right? Only seven hundred thousand.
1: Wow,
0: that's really affordable for a house it right
1: is, now, especially in Silmar.
0: So, I think it's gonna sell probably seven twenty five to seven fifty. okay, but maybe not. So come down, check it out. I'm gonna be there if you If you want some information on it, let us know. We'll post pictures and video as soon as we get them. Mm-hmm. but I'm gonna be there on Saturday from ten a m to one to beat the heat. Yes. And then probably Sunday the same time. Usually I'd like to do later on Sunday because of church.
1: Yeah, but it's going to be so It's going to be too hot. Can't be, yeah. I can't do it
0: too late. So I think it's also going to be 10 to 1 on Sunday.
1: Awesome. And then speaking of Silmar, our Shaw listing is still in escrow. That one's moving along.
0: <laughs> it's moving slow, but it's moving. I, I feel confident. With this escrow, it's our third time's a charm. Yes. So we're working on that. We got another one on Rudolph that, that Rena's the, the listing agent on that one.
1: That one's getting ready to close like, this week.
0: Like, I think tomorrow or something yes. is closing. Rena also has a listing in Chatsworth. Mm-hmm. It's her childhood home. Right. It's like over 2,000 square feet. It's a pool home in Chatsworth. I think she's listed at like 927. If anybody's looking out that way, let us know. Um, we have a listing in um, Fraser Park. Yes. We had an appraisal issue on that, so we're we're trying to see if we can get the appraisal bumped up a little bit to salvage that deal. Working on that one, Cottage Circle. We'll know by Friday if we're 100% golden on that. Awesome appraisal came in. That's a big one.
1: That's huge.
0: Now we're waiting on the loan contingency mm-hmm. removal. So as soon as that comes in, we're we're going to be like 99% on that one.
1: Awesome. So
0: that one's coming up. I feel like we got more.
1: You have some buyers right now that are making offers. We
0: got buyers, that and are making then you offers. have
1: another Silmar one that's going to be coming up that you don't have pictures on yet.
0: Oh, the others—it's already sold. I sold it already.
1: Oh, yay! That's
0: that's what it is. Good so job. I had a Silmar listing coming up, but it's, it got sold before processing.
1: Awesome! Congrats to the sellers. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So moving, and that's just—we're a, a small family-owned brokerage, right? Mm-hmm. That's just like us doing doing our our little business, right? Mm-hmm. That's what the market looks like right now. It's busy.
1: It's very busy. It's very busy. Awesome. Well, we did get some updates on the new development that's going to be coming up in Calgrove, like right off of Calgrove. It's actually going to be senior living that they're building over there. So we should be expecting to see more um, construction happening over there. Do you know when the final build out is planned on? Is it like 2025?
0: So it's really beginning phases. Okay. So let me just take a step back on this. And talk about the Sand Canyon Plaza. Okay. The only reason I want to do that is because it's the same builder. Okay. Okay. So, Sand Canyon Plaza, that's already going. Right. Right. They already have tenants for, for like, the retail already, like, Mm -hmm. major tenants there. Um, Sprouts is going to be in there, like, Panda Express, like, basic stuff, right? Nail Salon, this, that, whatever. Um, So, that's already going. All the properties are going to be two-story. Okay. There are going to be some view properties, there is gonna be like a nice huge fountain when you come into that uh, shopping center. They're gonna be like a big water feature. Mm-hmm. The, the, what I think is really funny is right across the street diagonally, there's a, a drive through Starbucks. Right. And in the Vons, there's another Starbucks. So, two Starbucks in the same shopping center like we have in Stevenson Ranch. Right. But on this new San Canyon Plaza is gonna be a third Starbucks. <laughs> And it's because the traffic. I mean, traffic, how much Starbucks do you need? It's because the traffic is so busy on the drive-through Starbucks that they need another drive-through oh Starbucks. Gosh,
1: I don't even like Starbucks.
0: Starbucks <laughs> is terrible. It's like the worst coffee.
1: I make my own coffee. It's but delicious. Maybe
0: the sugar drinks are good. But
1: you know what? As if you're out and about, I could see like a necessity if you need coffee and there's nothing else around. But every day, some some people go to Starbucks multiple times a day to get right. their fix. Right. So. That's expensive.
0: It's really expensive. So the reason I brought up the San Canyon Plaza first is because that's farther along in development. Okay. They've already made it through like all the red tape is done. Okay. Right now they're now they're just building out. Right. So the, all the buildings starting. I think they're gonna. It's by, by fall of two thousand twenty four. all the shops will be in there.
1: Oh, nice. They'll, they'll
0: have shops ready. Um, a lot of big shops will be done. Now this one going back to what you mentioned over off of Calgrove. It is going to be a senior community. There's going to be apartments, mm-hmm. and then there's going to be um, housing as well. And I, I don't know if there's going to be a host, not a hospital, but like a convalescent home. Okay, I, maybe I I think so. Um, but that they're also going to have shops and stuff there too. Oh, nice. But if anybody knows that exit off of Calgrove, mm-hmm. it's like it's really bad for traffic.
1: Mm-hmm. There's no light
0: there. There's no light there, and then when you're churning onto Wiley Canyon, there's only a stop sign. Mm-hmm. So it, the flow of traffic's really bad. And then when you're going down Wiley, there's a really sharp Turn. Uh, churn around the the hill, the mountain. Mm-hmm. So it's dangerous. Like it's a big blind spot. There's mm-hmm. I'm sure there's accidents that happen there. So what what this developer is going to do is they're going to be putting in um, trails everywhere. Mm-hmm. That sharp turn, they're going to smooth it out mm-hmm. so it's not so sharp so so you could see
1: mm-hmm. and
0: there's not that blind spot. And then where that stop sign is, they're going to put a roundabout. Oh, nice. So this is like, it's starting to get big out here. The roundabouts, we have them in U-Haul. We got them in Steak. Mm-hmm. They're also doing them in Sand Canyon. They're doing these roundabouts now. Like they got in Europe all over the place.
1: Yeah. Just so the flow keeps going of traffic. So the
0: flow keeps going. Like we, it's not something that we're used to. Like the United States is behind on a lot of this type of stuff. Mm-hmm. But we're gonna see a lot I think they're putting in three roundabouts in New Hall. I mean in um yeah, it is New Hall Cal Calgrove. Yeah. Perfect. But that stuff it's gonna be in front of the planning committee okay. for the city in September. So they're just at the very beginning of planning stages. Okay. Yeah. So it, it's a far way. At least
1: two or three years out.
0: I think at so, the bare minimum. At the bare minimum. And who knows? what the economy is going to do. Like if it's still time to build, they'll do it. But if it's not,
1: they'll probably take a little break. They take a little break. Yes. Well, coming up this week, we have that heat wave in the hundreds. I hope you are all prepared and have some nice, cool activities planned because it's going to be hot and we're, it looks like we're going to go to the beach on Friday, I hope. It'll be lots of fun. Super excited. Try to head out to the beach. If you guys need a recommendation, we know of a great spot, and we'd love to see you there. And this Saturday, we also have Sophia's Quinceanera, which is going to be a lot of fun. It's crazy that our kids are all growing up. And we're going to these big events for them. I'm really excited to go to her party. It's gonna be a lot of fun. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Well, well, I, I remember when they were babies, they were so little. Um, we also have the Price's housewarming party. Yes, I'm so excited for them. Our really good friends they are finally having their housewarming party, so we get to go see them. It's on and, the same day. And we're gonna we'll have a very work. busy weekend. Um, so And we, the open house is that day. Oh yeah, you're gonna be tired. You're gonna be having some Starbucks. (laughs) Just kidding. I'll make you regular coffee. But yes, it's gonna be so much fun. I cannot wait to see them in their beautiful home. And then this week I also have my wine and book club coming up.
0: So I had that book. How's that book coming along?
1: It's coming along just fine because I moved over to audiobooks.
0: Have you been listening to it? To help
1: me get through it. Yes. I have more than once?
0: No. (laughs) (laughs) I knew it. I knew it.
1: Hey, but I listened to a whole hour's worth. I'm a fraction of the way there. Oh boy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. I, yeah. I I'm figuring out how I could actually get through these books. That's the only way. I don't have time to sit there and read.
0: There you go.
1: There's too much going on. And the kids also have their summer bully-free camp next week at Checkmat, which they always look forward to. Whenever they're done, they're always asking, when do we get to go again? Right. So I'm very excited for them. They're going to have a lot of fun. I don't
0: know if there's any more open slots.
1: I talked to Professor Lekka the other day, and she said she may have a couple left.
0: Okay. So. If, if you ha- if you don't have your kid in something next week, it's it's so important for something like this. Like, as a parent, the reason our kids do jujitsu is I was worried about our kids getting bullied. Mm -hmm. Not because they were getting bullied. Just, you know, it's a worry.
1: You want them to be able to take care of themselves. To be able to take care of themselves. Stand up for themselves.
0: And, you know, Nola was so introverted. Yes. She was so shy before. She's still shy, but she's come out of her shell. Yes. And I think a lot of it is the confidence that she's gained in jujitsu.
1: Yes. For sure.
0: I mean... I love, love, love martial arts. Mm-hmm. It's so good for for the kids. So if you don't have anything going on next week, get your kids into this bully camp. Uh, check out Checkmate Valencia. If you can't find it, call me or Corey. We'll hook you up with the professors over there and you will not regret it. You'll love it.
1: The kids are going to love it. Because it's. I did have a friend who was like, oh, my son's a little intimidated by it being jujitsu, but it's not just jujitsu. It's fun games. They have so many fun things to do to keep the kids, um, entertained while they're there. And yes, they do learn some jujitsu also to help protect themselves. So, um, they also, they have a big week at jujitsu. They have their belt ceremony next week. Wow! So I'm excited to see how that goes because they'll be tested and hopefully move up on their belts. So they uh, super excited. It's going to be a fun week. So, um, well, everyone, thank you so much for joining us this week. That is going to be our show. And we appreciate you hanging out here with us on R&R, relationships and real estate. Be sure to catch us here weekly on Facebook live, or you can watch the show on YouTube or listen anytime you want. You can um, download full episodes on Spotify, Apple podcast, and Amazon music. We are your host, Tori and Chris Silva, and we'll catch you next week. Goodbye.